Guys, I want to thank the sponsors of the podcast. I want to thank GoHunt.com, my friend Cody Nelson, the glassing guru, the optics authority. He's the optics manager at GoHunt.com. If you have any interest in buying optics or have any glassing questions, whether it be tripods, spotting scopes, rifle scopes, range finders, anything to do with glassing, give Cody a call 702-847-8747. That's extension 2 or you can email him at optics at gohunt.com. You can also send him a text or call him on his cell phone at 602-399-3699. Guys, right now at GoHunt.com Insider, you can take advantage of the free trial. Go to GoHunt.com forward slash Scott. You're going to be able to take advantage of a free trial of the Insider. GoHunt is always adding more value for their Insider members. They've now added real 3D maps as a part of Insider for no additional cost. What an incredible value. Very soon, they're going to have their mobile app up as well. Go to GoHunt.com forward slash Scott and sign up for a free trial. If you're already an Insider member, it's automatically part of your Insider membership. And you can just go to the Maps tab up at the top once you sign in as an Insider. I also want to thank Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. That's the gear that I wear on all of my hunts. To find out more, you can go to KUIU.com, Kuyu.com. They're a direct-to-consumer company. They sell everything off of the Kuyu.com website. I also do a lot of question and answer on my Instagram where I'm answering questions about guys wanting to know about gear about Kuyu, so tune into my Instagram. I want to thank Kuyu for their sponsorship. I also want to thank Phonescope.com. Use the JScott20 promo code. You're going to get a 10% discount on all orders. And I want to thank AllElk.com, home of the Bugle Mule. Use the JSO10 to save 10% on all orders. The Bugle Mule attaches to your bugle, and it's a great little carrier that holds three elk calls right there on your bugle tube. And it's I can't wait to use it this season. Again, thanks to all the sponsors of my podcast. Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today I've got Parker Fails of Clay Bundy Guide Service, uh, Clay Bundy Outfitters, I guess, uh, on the line. Uh, Parker just came off the Arizona Strip to get a few supplies and head back and got a couple really nice bucks on opening weekend on the archery hunt. Tell me about it, Parker. Yeah, Jay, uh, thanks for having me on. It uh, hey, You couldn't ask for a better opening weekend. It usually doesn't happen like that, so we'll, we'll take them when it does for sure. Um, I, you know, I've kind of been talking with you throughout the summer and this summer has been, man, it's been one of the hardest summers I remember for scouting wise, just with, uh, man, just with deer moving and, uh, activity, you know, seeing deer, uh, just been really hot and really dry this summer. And then that has made finding, finding deer difficult. Um, and so really didn't expect for the, uh, this opening weekend to quite go this way but uh really grateful did and grateful we got got blessed with some uh some awesome bucks and some great hunters yeah for sure um i'm gonna have you tell me about those bucks here in a minute before we get to that so the day or two leading up to the archery hunt uh as dry as it gets you know deer hitting trick tanks hitting dirt tanks you know hitting water very very consistent uh yes yes they were um and so, you know, of course that, 
you know, us fellas trouble for, for those bucks that are doing that. Um, but also important to remember a lot of times is a lot of these older deer on the strip are hitting at night only. Um, and so, you know, so if they're doing that, really it does you no good to sit water. Um, and, you know, we've gone over that before with guys that, you know, if, if you want to hunt this buck, that that's great. Um, but, but sitting, I mean, he's only coming in at, you know, two o'clock in the morning in the middle of the night. So being there at the water tank doesn't, doesn't do us much good. You're going to have to, uh, spot and stalk to kill that deer. Um, but you know what, one of these, one of these deer, the first deer we killed was Ryan Hamberlin. He, uh, you know, watching on trail cam, he was, he was very patternable and, uh, he was making, making the mistake of coming in when the sun was up and that, that proved to be his demise. So, so with, out of the mature bucks, the, you know, the big mature bucks that you guys are constantly following, would you say over half of them only water at night and, and don't water during the day or what would be your, your ratio? Yeah, at least that Jay, maybe, maybe 75%. Um, I mean, most of these deer, most of the deer are only, are only hitting, hitting water at night. Yep. So the whole notion of it's dry, I'm just going to sit water and I'm going to slay them. A lot of times that doesn't come to fruition. Yep, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of on a, um, individual basis with that deer. What is that deer doing? Um, that's not, you know, that's not something that can be taken in for, for every single deer on the strip. It's just individualized by what that deer is doing. And, um, some deer, you know, it's just funny in some spots throughout 13A and B, some deer spots will hit in the day and others will not at all. Um, and so you've just gotta, you've gotta be smart and, uh, and, you know, and watch that to know, to know what the best plan of action is to kill that deer. Ryan Hamberlin's deer, you mentioned, uh, his deer, it's a deer you guys have been watching for several years. Tell us a little bit about the story, kind of following the deer and then, uh, deciding to hunt that buck and just tell me how it went down. Yeah. Um, so that's a buck, that's a buck we've been after for, oh man, maybe three years now. Um, a really just big mature old strip buck um we you know we hunted him last year last year the deer was hitting a, a dirt tank that uh we kind of had kind of had a group of bucks to ourselves he's hitting a dirt tank that didn't have any cameras on it um and we found the buck and the a bunch of other bucks he's with glassing um and so with that you know with that we kind of had him to ourselves hunted him hard all last year hunted him through the rifle hunt with man with no luck we hunted him hard we hiked our butts off just did everything possible we could and uh you know the deer i think the deer was moving a little bit on us to to rut um and we just had a hard time relocating him after he would after he'd move on us um and so you know fast forward this year on a dry year the that dirt tank was dry so the buck was forced to come up and hit a uh a wildlife drinker there that uh, had you know, quite had quite a few cameras on it. So then, you know, these bucks became pretty popular. Um, and, you know, this is just a deer that, man, that we all loved and kind of fell in love with. So, you know, we really want, I mean, it, you know, this year he's one of the, the better deer. And so we decided that was the buck we were going to hunt and uh, just following, following, you know, since we put the cameras up the end of May, I mean, he was pretty consistent. He would hit one, he'd hit in the morning and in the evening. Um, 
and then in between he would only hit at night but he was slipping up every now and then and so we uh man we kind of put all our cards in that he was going to mess up and he was scheduled to to do so and uh we put put ryan in the blind and uh got up on the ridge glassing and i mean first light opening morning he calls over the radio the buck had come in and he had shot him and and he made a great shot the buck didn't go he didn't make it 100 yards before he uh before he expired and just just that a buck that's hard i mean the pictures are great but hard to appreciate without holding him um an old deer we're thinking maybe nine maybe maybe nine or ten really old deer with just a giant frame and, and just big mass yeah he's a great looking deer um how did he compare his 2020 rack compared to the 19 rack so I think this year he's a little bit heavier. Um, last year he had some more extras. Um, on the one side, he, so he's a six by four. Um, on the one on the four point side last year, he had about a nine inch hook that came off his G two. Um, he did not grow that this year. And then on his left side, where he's got the the two kickers, I think he had um, I think he had another kicker off his four. Um, so he had he had a little bit more uh, trash last year and we do have that that footage and i'm sure uh we'll be putting it up on the instagram of him um it'll be on there to see and kind of see the difference from from the two years but i do think overall um maybe a, just a little bit bigger look this year than what he had last year it's nice too to shoot one of those old old deer when there's plenty of young good deer around too it's nice to shoot one of those old ones knowing that you know he's getting towards the end of his life cycle and you know, he's probably just going to get shorter points and continue growing mass. So it's probably just an awesome, awesome year to take him. Um, he's, he's a great looking frame, big frame buck. Um, so that was the first buck and then, uh, lightning struck again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that was opening morning. Um, and then, you know, that was up on 13 a clay was down on 13 B with, uh, man, just a great, a great guy, great hunter. Um, zach atkins he drew 13b archery tag and um clay was down there chasing a buck that that we had found on you know we had on camera um you know we're kind of going back and forth on what uh what buck he was going to go after and after going through pictures and looking at this buck you know zach decided that he was going to hunt that buck ex exclusively and that was the buck for him so while i was up there chasing on a clay was down on b and they were on the buck opening day um, I think they got within 80 yards um, and then just, I think twice and just needed the buck to step out from behind a tree and it didn't quite, he walked away from him, you know, straight away with the tree blocking, blocking the shot. Um, and then they bedded the buck and were closing in, I think at 150 yards and just a crazy thing, a, you know, an airplane comes flying in just a couple hundred feet above ground and just rumbles everything and blows that buck up out of his bed. And he took off running for a couple miles, and that was <laughs> kind of the end of it for for the op for the opener. It was just kind of a crazy thing that you don't expect that you know that to come into play. And then Clay was able to relocate him the next morning. Yes. Yeah, so then, um, so that night we all regrouped. Um, we did not see the buck that night, um, but we we regrouped the next morning. I went down, joined Clay. Um, you know, and uh, just our whole team. We got our whole team of guys, um, you know, kind of get ganged up on this buck. We we got we didn't pick him up at first, and then um, you know Clay was 
after the after the morning initial hunt, Clay was driving through driving through the country, and uh, man, Zach saw the buck bedded up off the side of the road, kind of <laughs> up underneath up underneath some rim rock under a tree, and he told Clay, "Keep going, keep going, don't stop," you know, because lots of times when that happens, the deer, you know, when you hit the brakes, the deer panics and and runs off. So wisely, he told Clay, "Keep going." So Clay came around, met up with the rest of us, got us there in a point where we all could see the deer. And, um, and then we, we all came and saw where the buck was, was laying. He had a spread out on, uh, you know, our respective glassing points. And, uh, he went back around and just with all of us up on the point, we were able to put, able to put Zach in the right spot. And man, he, you know he made an absolutely phenomenal shot it's funny we talked about it you know a lot of times uh we get these archery hunters that call and they tell us how great a shot they are um and uh and sometimes it doesn't quite pan out that way once we go hunting but it was nice to have a guy that uh could really back it up and zach did he made a i mean he threaded the needle on this buck um and he went i don't know he maybe went 150 yards before he laid down and and uh, we watched as he as he expired and man just that buck just blew us away um from the trail camp pictures it's crazy you know we we're kind of looking at it driving in today how much the buck put on in just a month how much he grew um and he still he still had a little bit of growing to do you know when we killed him um but it was just great we just when we walked up on him we realized the deer was we had severely misjudged him and underestimated him um, just the bases. I think he had seven and seven and a quarter inch bases. Um, and you know, after all the mass measurements were done, he had 51 and a half inches of mass, 35 inch outside spread and a 30 inch inside spread. And he's got double droppers straight down by his ears. Right. Just the deer you dream of. I mean, he's got one double, I think one dropper's nine. I think the other one's eight. Um, and just, I mean, 20, like 27 inch main beams, just, just an awesome buck. I mean, just I'm looking buck at the photo of. right now and, and, um, it looks like from, you know, like his eye guard out through his main beam, there's like a, a strip of vein, if that makes sense, where there's like a ledge. Um, and you know what you've had the buck in your hand, but do you know what I'm saying? Where there's like a vein and it's like yes. a high spot. Um, it's pretty cool. It goes right out from say the base or the by the eye guard right out through yeah. the middle of the antler almost splitting like the g3 and the g4 it's a ridge yeah it's a ridge yeah cool double dropper um so you guys are headed back you've got one more archery hunter right yes that's correct yep and uh they got in on a buck this morning um within 40 yards just didn't quite get the shot opening they needed between some trees but uh we're hoping hoping to keep after it and uh, hopefully, hopefully, we put our hands on that buck as well. Awesome! Just, uh, been, got blessed with some great hunters this year. Some really great people that have just been an absolute pleasure to have in camp. Awesome, man. Well, tell Clay hello and uh, keep it up and uh, knock one more down, and then you guys can get ready for uh, the rifle hunts. And we'll hear from you uh, after this next hunt. So keep after it. All right. That sounds great, Jay. Sure, appreciate you, man. Thanks for all you do. All right, buddy. Take care. God bless. Hey. You as well. Bye. Bye.